<clears throat> so this is a, a, a quote from a Ajahn Nanamari Terra, <laughs> you might know him. He said, uh, keep a watchful eye on the gateway, not acting out of pressure that endures on any level, regardless of how long it endures. Mm -hmm. This is what will make you an island for yourself. Make you an island for yourself. Mm. In regard to everything and everyone you will experience until the aggregates break apart. Mm -hmm. So, just to recap, to go through it again, what is the gateway that one must be guarding? Mm. Uh, correctly established mindfulness on that peripheral level for which virtue and sense restraint are necessary prerequisites as we said in previous talks you won't even see you won't even know how to see it will not appear for you the you know the domain of the peripheral unless your behavior has been purified beforehand unless you have been cultivating virtue and sense restraint and, and watchfulness and being moderate in eating and so on then when you when you try to apply this like okay i learn how to well i learn how to recognize what's also there in my experience right here right now such as this body for example without needing to look at it to know that it's there because you already know that it's there otherwise how would you know what to look for but it's the dependence on that direct seeing as a measure of existence and putting that peripheral knowledge of what's already there existing second so it's learning how to reverse that order <clears throat> fix it up you do that you got that that's the gateway that right order right mindfulness mm. <clears throat> so that yeah okay so you're guiding that right order Because in a way that you also said that the gate, the gateway, is that uh, mental choosing to engage with unwholesome things. Again, yeah, perspective for your choice is the perspective of the right order. So, yeah, the right order is the gateway. So, <clears throat> you choose whether to to pervert the order and give in to the pressure, and you know put the second is first so for example you're mindful of the body correctly on the peripheral level as the gateway your virtue has been cultivated beforehand and so on and now you have you know some doubts about some things regarding the body regarding this but all of that all of those doubts mental states hindrances pressures are within the body enduring there on the peripheral level so there is never a reason to abandon that and put it second and prioritize that which doubt presented you with. So it's choosing to abandon the gateway when you choose to accept what doubt presented you with. You walk away from it. And that's the whole point of doubt as a hindrance. It's the whole, the whole trick of it is just to get you to walk away from your post. <clears throat> That's why you can never, that's why the right answers will never satisfy that doubt. Because there was never a point, there was just a pretext. But unless you're able to withstand the pressure of the doubt, 
and sustain the right ordering phase of it, you will not be able to, um, to imbue it. So you see, whatever hindrance will arise, it all arises within. Exactly. Hindrance tries to throw you, throw you off, pressure you, pull you, scare you, frighten you, all these things, just so you abandon mm. the post of the right order. Just so you drop uh, or obscure or walk away from the recognition of peripherally enduring body right. there. Right. See, yeah, it, it, it makes you engage with you. It, it's not making you engage. Oh. It's pressuring you to, and Do you engage. choose to, yeah. That's why you are responsible for the, uh, if hindrances hinder you. You're not responsible for hindrances arising, but you're responsible if you're hindered by them. Because it means like, oh, you accepted the order that they were pressuring you for. You acted out of them, in other words. <clears throat> so you see that order, correct? You endure the order in face of the pressure of the hindrances. That's it. And that's how you go surmount the hindrances. Surmounting the hindrances, not resolving them, not finding the right answers for them. But isn't it, it also, you, you see a hindrance there, mm. pressuring you. Mm. But you can also see that, that it, you can choose to engage with it. You can choose to give in. Yeah. But then you see the power of your choice, the power you have there. Yeah. You can either give in or... Or not. Yeah, but that power of your choice, it's not rooted just in like the, the you or something. It's rooted in the options. Sure, but that, that option is there. Yeah, the, so the option is to stay the gateway yeah. and not prioritize the hindrance or to prioritize the hindrance. And uh, so what's really the power there, it's not the choice, it's the knowledge behind it. Sure, the choice knowledge is a form of, this... of power, exactly. Knowledge, what to do. Right. If you don't know, you must stay at the gateway, despite all the pressure, despite all the unnatural feeling of it, because it feels just much more natural and satisfying to, to address this and fix it and sort it, this pressure that, of the doubt or whatever else. But unless you have thoroughly understood that, no, that's a trap, you won't do it. So you can't accidentally or spontaneously choose to guard the right order and become a sotapanna. That's impossible. You need to understand the value it through through like pondering on it beforehand and then stick to it and endure it against the grain, against the pull. No matter what the world's telling you, you know exactly. Yeah. I... Well, whatever the world's telling you, you have a reference point now. So if what the world's telling you is that according to the right order, you say, Okay, the world is right in this instance. If the world is telling you the opposite, you say no, the world is wrong in this instance. And that's, so that's, again, guarding, you say, you're saying, guarding that gateway mm. is not letting those hindrances in, not engaging with them. Yeah, it's really not engaging with them. Not engaging. Because yeah. letting them in might be misconstrued. <clears throat> I know what you mean. I know what I meant, probably, if I said it before, but... Hearing it now, it, 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 it might be misconstrued, like, oh, I must prevent them from coming to me. No, no, they arise, they come to the doorstep, you just don't let them in. How do you let them in? Well, you welcome them, you delight in them, you accept them. So you don't do that. But at the same time, as I said so many times before, 
you don't try to, you don't try to chase them away either because that would also require you to abandon your post at the very threshold of your of the of the gateway you need to go out and start chasing them and so on which means you know you turn your back to that which you should have guarded <clears throat> um, okay. so endure the endure the pressure to let them in if, if they're agreeable and endure the pull to chase them away if they're disagreeable and endure the pull to ignore them if they're neither to, to sort of become careless and indolent in regard to yeah, go to sleep at the post yeah because look they're not trying to come in oh I can snooze at the post yeah, exactly yeah no they're not trying to come in great so I'm not I don't have to endure the the pull of chasing them away and the pressure of trying to of them trying to get in but I certainly should not go to sleep either. So it's it's relaxing when they're not trying to get in and they're just sitting there. But at the same time, I shouldn't be too relaxed. Mm -hmm. and, and that's why that's the subtlest, the neutral feeling that basically needs to be uh, understood because it's just so easy to, to become indolent and uh, careless about yeah, complacent it. Complacent, again. distracted yeah. from, yeah. So vigilant in times of calm. Yeah. Yeah, vigilant in times of calm, and then um, persistent in 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 every other time. So if it's the uh, pressure to welcome it, you persist in not doing so. If it's the pull to take you pull you out to chase them away, if they're uh, un un, uh, un uh, if they're disagreeable, uh, you also have to persist in that enduring that pull. So this, this is a, quick, uh, a strange question, but how not to choose to engage with those pressures of craving? How do you...? Well, no, see, that, that's a wrong question, because it already implies that you start engaged. You don't. You start pressured mm -hmm. or pulled, and but that's not the engagement. The engagement is what you do on account of that pressure that you feel. The disagreeability of the pressure. Mm -hmm basically, that you feel. And the only way not to do that? Is to not take out of that feeling and develop sufficient mindfulness in regard to it peripherally and endure it. Right, and also see the value in doing that. Well, yeah, that, that yeah. needs to come beforehand. You can't start doing this without still doubting the value yeah. of doing it. So, uh, so this kind of question comes up a lot. Because someone well, thinks it comes up a lot because people want to jump the queue. People understand this, people are pressured by the pain, but they want the answer to get rid of the pain, which means they keep doing the same thing, acting out of pain. But the gradual training is there, repeated so many times in the suttas and in our talks. So, virtue is the first, guarding of the sense doors, sense restraint, moderation. Do that. All the doubt that comes, well, restrain it. That's the point. Mm -hmm. It's not the point to find the satisfying answer over and over and over again. The point is to endure the non-answering on the basis of your virtue and mindfulness. Otherwise, you just give in. You build this up, you're coming near the, the gateway, and then you just run out chasing the answers and so on and forget where you should have stopped and protected it. So that's why it keeps coming up, because people are impatient. <clears throat> you always want someone to tell you what yeah. you must do, yeah. but they tell you what to do. So and then you want to be told again what you need to do, because the, 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 the satisfaction of the answer has run out. 
and the principle of acting out of pressure or the pull hasn't diminished, hasn't changed. You still act out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You haven't practiced that yet. You haven't practiced that. Yeah. You all, you, all you've been doing is acting out and finding answers, which you have to start with. But the point is, the point comes when you, you have sufficient amount of answers. You have sufficient amount of information. Now you need to start applying it and enduring that doubt that's going to become more and more irrational the more you don't give in to it. And then it's going to be more and more pressuring, so to speak. But you have the virtue, you have the sense restraint, got it, and you endure it. And it will have to calm down. The mind will have to calm down. Unless you throw it a bone again. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I was reading about the development of the perception of abandoning. So that kind of perception must be developed. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty much similar what you, what you're saying here. I'll just, I'll just read it. Mm -hmm. And which is the perception of abandoning Pahana, Pahana, Sanya. Here, Ananda, a bhikkhu does not give in to arisen thoughts of sense delight. He abandons them, removes them, gets mm. rid of them, makes mm. them disappear. Yeah. He does not give in to arisen thoughts of ill will. He abandons them. He does not give in to arisen thoughts of harming. He abandons them. Yeah. He does not give in to the continual arising of evil, unwholesome things. Yeah. He abandons them. This is called the perception of the exactly. So, And that's often, see, people read just that and mean like, oh, I must prevent these things from arising. So I must get rid of them. So these thoughts come and I must have them not come. And the result of it is you abandon the gateway, you abandon the mindfulness, you abandon the right order and you welcome and you engage and you start fighting or chasing or whatever else, these thoughts, which is what they wanted you to do. They wanted you to abandon the gateway and accept them. So through trying to abandon thoughts, you actually accepted them and abandoned that which you shouldn't have abandoned, which is the right order of your right mindfulness. <laughs> So, yes, you can understand abandonment to mean that, but you can also understand abandonment to mean what we are saying it means. So you abandon the thoughts, you abandon these wild animals, they will stop coming to you if you stop feeding them. Because it's endless if you start chasing them and killing them one by one, they keep popping back up, new ones. So you, you can't, you know, you can cancel the thought, and what, well, is that now you're free from thoughts forever? You're free from underlying currency of like the pressuring feeling in regard. No, nothing has changed. You just got rid of the specific thought that bothered mm. you. So, yeah, that's a form of abandonment. But obviously, where does that lead? But if you do the abandonment or if you understand the abandonment the way I'm describing it, then you realize, okay, so you, you actually unplug, uproot, remove that fuel for these thoughts to keep coming back. So, oh, yeah, you abandon them. And not just one instance yeah. of it, but now they stop coming. You're no longer feeding them. Exactly, because you stop feeding yeah. them. So yes, so, yeah. by not welcoming, you will abandon them. And that's how monks skillfully abandon these thoughts and abandon the unskillful states. But, but particularly this last point, he does not give into the continual arising of evil. And harm. So, yeah, because they'll stop coming. Exactly. And they are continually They're continually arising. arising. He's not giving in. The order is not yeah. uh, compromised. The right order, the mindfulness uh, established on the you know, body peripherally correctly, that gateway is not abandoned. 
doesn't matter how continually these thoughts arise, this does not change. So the other hand, or well, the one who practices is steadfast in that, mm -hmm. and uh, it basically it becomes fortified in that right order. The the, the more that's developed, the, the less and less the, uh, these thoughts would be coming, so to speak. There will be fewer and fewer and fewer, and the pressure would be fading away. Fading. Because each time you abandon the gateway, you, you engage with the thoughts, mm -hmm. which means that's what they feed on. They see they can move you, they'll keep coming to try and move you. But if after a sufficient amount of time, the order hasn't moved, they will basically drift away, lose interest and walk away, see that they've been wasting their time. But in, in, in this, this last thing, uh, he doesn't give in to the continual rising. Thomas is saying, you know, that's when you start doing this abandoning, abandoning, evil thought uh, comes up every now and then. Mm. And then there's one, there can also be this long, uh, one last push, so to speak, from uh, Mara, if you, you could say this, they give he gives one last try, you know, to really get you. Now, you know, lots of lustful thoughts mm. start arising just one continuously, right, 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 right. And it's in a way well, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, if you're still engaging with the thoughts individually and you know, trying to chase them away, get rid of them, when it's one or two, you do it successfully. Yeah, so but no. then exactly three or four, you can't keep up 15, 16. Oh, you're done. If that was the only way of abandonment that you knew. Get rid of, get rid of, get rid of. You'll be overwhelmed, overrun quickly. Yeah. So yeah, that might work for one thought. Exactly, and that's exactly why people that. people struggle because it kind of works initially, and they think, oh, so that's the abandonment they must do. But they don't realize that abandonment that you must do is basically on the level of fortifying where you stand, not fighting more and more thoughts at the same time because that's impossible. That's going to run out. That's mm. basically going to be exhausting, and you'll be going to be run over. Yeah. You want to be fortified so that no matter right. how many... So if there is one thought, and you can just ignore it of the unwholesome kind, sure, abandon it in that way. But don't, don't confuse that for the uprooting of it. Like, you know, I don't want to think about this. Yeah, that's fine if it works. But a time will come when that will not work. And if that's the only way of abandoning that you knew, oh, you're going to be overrun, they'll be inside, you'll be running out, the gateway is gone, destroyed, you know, precepts, compromise, and everything else. So... You have to, people have to basically broaden the understanding of what abandonment is and certainly stop conflating it with, I must stop thinking and get rid of this because even the thought of abandoning this particular thought is another thought. So thinking <clears throat> that you must stop thinking, it's not uh, abandonment at all and it's actually a contradiction in terms, which means as such, it's quite the wrong view. And often you see that in Buddhist meditations and traditions of oh, just stop thinking, stop thinking, focus now, feel the body. All of these focusing and feeling and stuff are thoughts, are perceptions. Yet here you are believing you could stop your thoughts. So you not just that that's not the abandonment, you're actually kind of not even seeing the nature of that which is in front of your gate. You're completely confused about it. You think it's not real, you think it's not there, these mm. thoughts are gone. I, I, my mind is empty of thoughts, which is another thought. Yeah, yeah. No, you need to see the thoughts are always being there, and the only way you can do is protect the gateway in regard to it. And even if there's n there, there are no thoughts, evil, unwholesome thoughts, mm. you're still developing and keeping that uh, perception of aban abandoning, 
Yeah. And what would that uh, keeping be? It would be sustaining of the order. That's exactly what right. it is. Yeah. As I said before, sustaining of the right order, uh, peripheral mindfulness with the body being there, means everything else that you're experiencing within that is going to be experienced in a detached manner. As the Buddha said, whatever feeling he feels, he feels it detached. And that's that's exactly what it is. You protect that, that's the abandonment of any attachment. Abandonment of mm -hmm. any, any, any base for passion. So sustain it until the, the, the uh, greed, aversion, delusion, and tra any traces of it completely evaporate. And that's it. It's quite a nice... Nice practice, and, and you know, it's not that confusing, really. It's not that confusing, obviously, but the, exactly that's the point because it is the right practice. The closer you get to it, the more will your mind try to throw from it. That's what Mara is, and your own mind is the you know, an assassin that pretends to be a friend, as the mm -hmm. suttas say. So, the more you start doing it rightly, the stronger the doubts will be which means the more of the fortifying of the right order you have to do and sustain. And the faith you have to have. Well, exactly. And that re basic yeah. reason. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Uh, the faith is kind of prerequisite, isn't it? And that's, you know, you could see that perception. You have that in the back of your mind, abandoning. Mm -hmm. All I need to do is abandon those unwholesome things. I don't have to choose them. <clears throat> I don't have to engage with those yeah. things. Yeah. So how do you abandon them? Oh, so I don't have to do anything really. Yeah, I don't have to go out of my way to abandon them. I just have to stay here and not go anyway, yeah. basically. And, be and they will be abandoned yeah. by not being given attention to and acted out of and welcomed and delighted and engaged and so on. Encouraged. Encouraged. To come. Yeah. Not invited. Not invited. All of that. And yeah, that's, that's difficult to do, <laughs> obviously, because it's yeah, a very simple Yeah, because that's basically thing. now on the level of uh, enduring it mentally, that discomfort of that, you know, waiting, waiting, patience in front of you, like trying to pressure you, trying to, to, to convince you, oh, do this, do that, let them in, go out, or just one slip, you get careless, oh, oh, well, oh that's it, that's it, you acted out, so yeah, that's, that's the pain mm -hmm. of the practice, but pain of the development but if you take it on that's also the pain that results in uprooting of any basis for pain in the future so it's not just managing anymore which was always before the thought comes you chase it away ah oh, see now i'm free and then another thought comes oh so i have to chase it away again which means i'm not really free i'm pressured by the duty of having to chase it away having to deal with it and then too many thoughts come and you can't deal with it because you only knew how to deal with individual thoughts by kind of addressing them, changing them, chasing them away. So yeah. management will never result in freedom, only in postponing the obvious that you were still equally pressured. And as you said, as I said in that quote, in the, in the, it is what will make you an island for yourself. Yeah, yeah exactly. Consistent vigilance. Completely, basically, self-sufficient internally, contained, detached. Islands detached from any other. But from the from the beginning, it's the same practice all the way. It's just the yeah, same. yeah, 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 same principle. 
and it just needs to be fortified and developed further and further and further. Fortifying the same principle. Yep. And it's exactly the, the, the gist of every gradual training that the Buddha described, which is always the same gradual training. But every instance he <coughs> described, it's always the same, the same principle. Mm -hmm. Take it on, do this, do this, do this, and then dwell in these states and protect these states and so on. And there's only one outcome. You'll be an island to yourself. 